This is Mackenzie Milton. This is Steve Levy from ESPN, and you're listening to One Night Stand. One Night Stand. Sem condição saque ter passeio. Just one night stand. This is one night stand. Presented by First Watch, the official breakfast and lunch sponsor of One Night Stand. What up, Night Nation? It's week 11, and the Knights look to continue their one-game win streak with a chance to upset the number 15 Oklahoma State Cowboys in the bounce house this weekend. On today's show, we recap the 28-26 win over the Bear Kittens in Cincinnati, preview the Oklahoma State game, talk a little bit about the possible field storming, goalpost stuff that's been going around Twitter today, and as always, money moves, picks, moves, mailbag, and speaking of, I'm here with... Money Moo, UCF, welcome to familiar foe into the bounce house as Cincinnati was up to challenge the Knights. After a quick Cincinnati field goal, UCF quarterback John Rice Plumley scampered into the end zone from eight yards out for the first watch, first score. Congratulations to Cameron Smith for guessing the closest. You have won a $25 gift card, first watch. It was a battle back and forth all game, but the Knights held on and stopped Cincy on an attempted two-point conversion to tie the game late in the fourth. Knights get their first Big 12 win, 28 Cincinnati, 26. Yeah, so another thrilling game. This was like the reverse Oklahoma kind of, not game script-wise, but just, you know, eight-point lead down to the end, two-point conversion, and... You know what's crazy is since he threw the ball and you'd think they'd just run it. So I, I wish I like could get a glimpse of Cincinnati Twitter because I'm sure it was similar to UCF Twitter after the Oklahoma game, after they threw a pass play. Um, yeah, I don't know. What would you think about everything? First win, like you said, can't really complain. Yeah, I mean, it was a, a back-and-forth game. I thought, I thought we played pretty well. The uh... – you know, the offense was kind of ho-hum for a while, uh, but then R.J. Harvey kind of just took over the game like he has been of late. That was his fourth 100-yard game in a row, three touchdowns on the day as well. Um, yeah, he's he's becoming the back that we all kind of thought we were getting at the beginning. You know, it, it's a he's a he's a – a fall forward back just like uh kind of bowser was but he's got the speed and the quickness and elusiveness as well he's got everything um, yeah that one somebody posted like the play that he had on his like 20 something yard touchdown where like it should have been a two yard loss where he kind of just runs into the back of the lineman but he bounced off then like used the ref as a screen and then when he went to like the right <laughs> the right pylon right like a cross? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible, that... incredible run there for RJ. Dude, you're not kidding, man. The speed, the vision, the elusiveness, the power. Like, he's got everything you would want. Like, if you were on, like, Madden create a player for running back and you just, like, put everything to 100, that's RJ Harvey, man. He's that good. I can't believe I kept getting mad that, like, Richardson, Johnny Richardson, wasn't getting as many touches as him earlier in the year. But he's definitely, like really hitting his stride. And there was a couple games where like he 
I don't know if it was the old line or what, but it was only averaging like four yards a carry. But I mean, he absolutely carried this team on his back to the victory. Um, in Nipper too, which we haven't won there in forever. I think the last time was, uh, 2017. So definitely feels good. Um, you mentioned the offense kind of sputtering. Uh, it was a, it was an interesting start to the game because we went punt, touchdown, punt, touchdown, punt. And then it was the end of the half. Um, and then missed field goal punt. And then finally we scored twice in a row, um, in the second half, but it's also weird if you look at the box score. We scored seven points every single quarter, like even. Uh, so I don't know. We were just like, like roller coaster up and down. But we got it done, man. In, in a really tough place to go and play. Um, you know, JRP. Again, he did everything he needed to do. Didn't make like the backbreaking mistakes that you know obviously just killed us versus. West Virginia, um, you know, ran the ball, had a couple nice runs. He actually broke the all-time rushing record by a quarterback that was, I think, previously held by – actually, I, I don't know why I started to say that. Was it Culpepper? I don't even know. Uh, or it might have been um, – shoot, Moffitt? Stephen Mo- I don't know. I, I shouldn't have even mentioned the name. But <laughs> he broke uh, – Yeah, well – broke that record uh with this game all-time rushing yards by a quarterback and you know he did it sort of uneventfully because it still to me seems like there's something just not a hundred percent with him ever since he came back the the running ability is just not there it's not the you know flashy stuff that we saw last year you know before his other injury he's just he's just not the same JRP and it's not a hundred. And if you don't have a hundred percent JRP, like you saw, you know, his arm is not his strength. It's his running ability. Right. And the, the so bet- you take that away and it hurts his passing not, ability. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's not really much there. I mean, you look at the stats, you, you look at, you know, just watching the game too is like, he, he's just not, he's not healthy he had one really good run i think or maybe that was i know he had one good run i think you know it it says his longest rush was 11 but i think because it was like a scramble and he was pretty far back it looked further but he still had some elusiveness but you're right i mean he's he's just kind of a i don't want to say shell because like he's still playing pretty well but he's just not completely 100 percent where like He's just going to, you know, tuck it and run it and gash you, I guess is what I would say. Um, but, hey, a win's a win, man. Uh, no complaints over here. So, Yeah, just, um, you know, I'm talking a little bit about the defense, too. You know, a, another game where we were outgained in total yardage uh, pretty significantly, too, by about 125 yards. Um, but you look at some of the stats for the defense, you know, ton of sacks ton of tackles for loss you know Tremont Morris Brash and Malachi Lawrence are like two really bad dudes <laughs> you know that bad, you like, want to be see bad like like good yeah yeah like you do not <laughs> want to be lining up against them too because they're they're gonna make you pay um yeah so yeah I thought the defense you know the defensive line where we're weak is like over the middle 
Yeah, I feel it, like a couple of times I saw like third and long. There was one that was third and 16, and I'm like, okay, if we can't stop this, third and 16, <laughs> Emery Jones, and somehow there's some little white guy like <laughs> wide-ass open in the middle of the field. Happens every time. Yeah, it felt like that versus Oklahoma, but going back to the defense, I swear, like, we either stop them, like, dead in their tracks in the backfield or it's, like, an 8- to 12-yard gain when they run the ball. I felt like there was no in-between. I missed some of the game because uh, I was on a flight to Houston, and then we were, like, watching it as I was driving in the rental car, uh, which is a Rolls Royce. So I was trying not to really watch it that much while on the highway. But I didn't oh, see I didn't see everything. Don't be stunting too much on them now. Yeah, but it did. It, it, at least for me, it felt like, I mean, we, it felt like we had a ton of stops in the backfield, but then also they just had a bunch of runs where they were, like, untouched into, like, the, the secondary. Um, but I guess, you know, bend but don't break defense, and, and it worked. Um, kind of pissed we didn't cover the spread, but, you know, you mentioned last week it was a no bet, and Vegas pretty much nailed it there. Um, it, <laughs> am I kind of a sicko for, like, rooting for overtime, so... <laughs> I could get the cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I right when they went for that play, I'm like, okay, we needed a two point to tie for Oklahoma, and like, I know they that Cincinnati watched that play, and I was like, you know, it'd be really funny is like <laughs> if they ran that play, the same play, us, and then made it. Uh, Nobody would have thought about that. So no, anyway. and we could all have been yeah, like, they should have. Look, see, Gus was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have. Oh, been that's funny. pretty funny. So yeah. anyway, the, talking about the bend don't break defense, let's go on to this week against Oklahoma State. We're definitely big going to have to bend, uh, but not break because there's not really too much that can stop. Uh, Oklahoma State running back Ollie Gordon, who's having like a OJ so Simpson, Kevin Smith kind of year. Like, dude gets 25, 30 carry. They just hand the ball to him. Like, they actually know how to use running backs in Oklahoma State. Yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately for us, that's like our biggest weakness. So I think really we have to hope that Mike Gundy just like decides to throw the ball a bunch. I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their quarterback is is a serviceable quarterback, Alex Bowman. I believe he was at Texas Tech at one point because uh, I remember that name. It says transfer from Michigan, but he might have transferred there and then transferred to Oklahoma State. But anyway, Probably. yeah, I mean, the, this team is good. Um, you know, they had some hiccups at the beginning of the year, got – annihilated by south alabama i still can't believe i can't believe that game dude it it makes no sense and because of that one game i kept like thinking they sucked i think up until like pretty much oklahoma i was like oh that was just a fluke win they suck because like the south alabama just completely ruined my perception of them that was a home game too and they lost 33 to 7 they didn't have gordon yeah. though they they did have Gordon, but I or think did he get hurt he, or something. He must have gotten hurt. I don't know, because then the following week they lost to Iowa State, and but they did have a, they did have Gordon. He had eighteen for one twenty one. Yeah, and then they've, they've and Iowa State's pretty bad. 
they're a bottom feeder. Yeah, and then well, yeah. I mean, so are we. <laughs> they've won <laughs> five. They've won five straight since then, and um, Ollie Gordon's had two hundred and seventy or more yards in two out of the last three games. Two hundred and seventy or more yeah. in two out of I the mean, last that's, three. That's not much, good. How many? This is like our Daryl Henderson here, dude. What's his over under on rush yards? <laughs> I, I might actually take that, but uh, I don't know. But you, you might have to. I mean, we we've shown that we can win a game with being outgained. So yeah, that's that's what we do, just baby. Let them have it. Nice. <laughs> let them have it straight up the middle. But anyway, no, I I really hope you know the the defense shows up. This is going to be and a lot of when I came out with the projected line for this week, I thought you know it should be the way that my model works it, it should have been ucf minus one to which twitter makes went no off the handle and uh but you're right they were kind of like what do you see i don't understand oklahoma state look at ollie gordon they're scoring all these points top 15 and ucf you know we lost five in a row then we barely beat cincy and you know, what happens? And then the line came out and it was Oklahoma State minus two and a half. So Some nice confirmation still thought there. that was way, way too low. Like, I think the public is looking more for like a Okie State minus seven kind of. Yeah. But, you know, a lot goes into the home. A lot goes into where the game is played as well. So 330 ESPN uh espn one by the way what first time on espn one this this year Forgot yeah that channel existed almost <laughs> all this freaking fs one so for a 330 game at home late no or middle november you know the crowd's got to bring it and, and i think that's a little bit of what vegas is thinking is that you know the crowd we're playing could play for, into we're it we're playing for a bowl game and you know ranked team um coming to or a ranked team on the road versus a team with kind of like a crap season with nothing to lose. And it's like, all right, like this could turn around the whole season and make it kind of a success in our eyes, you know? Um, exactly. So, you know, the other thing that, that, you know, these models and power rankings don't take into account is first, they don't take into account emotion and they don't take into account momentum. So, the emotion part of it is okay. What did Oklahoma State do last week? Like they they beat Oklahoma, the last bedlam probably forever. They tore down the goalposts. Like and then what? They're just gonna keep that momentum. Are they gonna keep that momentum up for this week, or are they gonna fall flat because like that was their Super Bowl? You know. Right, and it could be. You know, they're they're already starting to talk conference championship and whatnot, you know, which understandably so. I mean, we've been known to get ahead of get ahead of ourselves a little bit, but uh I mean they're probably looking at the schedule thinking, hey, if we beat Oklahoma, we control our our own destiny, which is true. Because they got us, they got Houston, they got BYU. I mean, not exactly the toughest slate here. Um and but that's yeah. why I love that's why I love the spot UCF is in right now because it's, again, yeah. what do we have to lose? The literally nothing. There's nothing. And we are the hunter again. We're yeah. not the hunted. So I, I mean, 
I can't pull the trigger of betting UCF this week just because. Oh, come on. Throw 25 you know, bucks. It's on. only a throw. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. But Not to a, go yeah. for my official picks, you no. know, it is three and a half points of value. So there is a slight lean, slight nod. But usually I need seven points of value to make it an official pick. But yeah. And anyway, on top I'm of just that, saying like. No, but on top of that, dude, we could we could get like absolutely blown out, too. Like if, if we just for can't sure. move the ball and sure. we can't stop the run, it could be really bad. So that's always a possibility. Yeah, that's true. Which is weird because that never used to be a possibility until this season. But I don't know. What are you gonna do? Um, I mean, wait, other than Kansas, where did we get blown out? I mean, West we Virginia really. was not really close, dude. But it that was, was that was really while. like a turnover thing, though. Too. It's yeah. like you just we just kept. It's like. Um, Kansas, we got blown out, okay? But Kansas State, I mean, we were in it for a while. Yeah, that's, Oklahoma, we were it, in it for a while. It was, they it was, were definitely in it for a while. It was really just Kansas. Out of West Virginia, it was like playing against them was like one of those like play till you lose carnival games and like where you try and I don't know, pop a balloon or whatever. And we just kept giving them the ball back. But you're right. Before before uh, kind of the second half or the game got away, it was kind of close and back and forth. So I'm with you. Um. So I don't know if you've been on Twitter today, but someone brought this up and then I said, uh, someone said like, oh, we should storm the field. And I quote tweeted it. And then everyone just been talking about like storming the field and stuff. Um, we're going to take a very strong opinion about this. We're going to take, go le- ahead first. Le- let's take logistics out of it. Okay. Because everyone knows it's like a 12 foot drop. What I was saying is, dude, just rush the tunnels and go through the tunnels out onto the field. You know, line up there at the end. But we'll take all the logistics out. Pretending like we could easily storm the field. If we beat Oklahoma State on Saturday, are you for or against storming the field? Or would you be for or against it? You know, assuming it was doable. I'm 100% against. What? Did you not think I would think that? No, dude. I I don't oh. know. You you like fun? Like, <laughs> well, of course I like fun. Dude, I, this I, is top. This has got to be a storm. I want to storm the field, but this, I want it to be the right time. What's the highest? Is... What's the highest ranked team we've ever beat in the bounce house, though? Uh, I believe Houston. Houston. Were they eleven? Eleven or twelve? Right, so and let's... the game was about half empty. Anyway, because uh, it was a new, I think it was a nooner. Was that what eleven? Yeah, I think? we didn't storm the field then. We shouldn't storm the field now. Boom. Oklahoma State, okay. This game's huge, dude. Rank. Conference shakeup. We're fucking making, freaking making our mark in the Big Twelve. Like, it is a huge game. But let me just say this: I don't want to rush the field for like the wrong reasons, or I, I don't want to. Just no, it's just not. All right. If this was to go to the conference championship and this was a top fifteen team, then maybe. If this was, if we had beaten Oklahoma and it was at home, I'm all for it. But like, if we're gonna who play, cares? if it's fun. Well, I know it's fun, but you just, I don't know. It's not like some sacred thing. thing, man. I don't know. All right, I guess we agree to disagree. Well, on this what? One. <laughs> no, I'm just 
Go on. So the logistics. So everyone's going to go to the tunnels. I don't so know. That means that's... everyone's going to leave the game early. Well, no. I mean, that's just for the course. You know, like assuming we have the ball and we're like kneeling it out, just everyone rush down to the tunnels and as to quote what I said on Twitter. Uh, actually, I'll. Well, I don't have time to find it. Um, everyone just line up at the tunnels and uh, push through the gates like it's January sixth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I get it. Yeah, it, rushing the field, it would be awesome, but I just don't think I, think I just don't think this week is the right time. We need something to, fun to, for this season, though, man. This season sucked. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I look. I'm not gonna be there anyway. But uh, it'd be cool. Okay, I doubt. I, switch, I doubt we're gonna I do switch anything. Five. I'm five percent for it. If it's like a game, if it's like less than a minute left. And it's a game ceiling, like picking the end zone, or like or something or of that boomer, nature. A boomer, like a boomer walk off. Maybe. All right. Well, it we're, we're to gonna have to work wa- on it, you. Yeah, it has <laughs> to be a walk off. <laughs> All right. He's I don't got know. Rules. I just I I, I get I, I get mean, where what you're was Twitter from. saying? Was everybody like, yeah, yeah, let's do it? It, it was like fifty fifty. Um. Maybe a little. It, the thing about Twitter, and this is why I had I had to preface it. Most people on Twitter were concerned with the logistics of it, not like should you do it or not, which kind of ruins the right. argument. Because yeah, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter either way. But listen, I was in. Okay, here's a story. I was in the front row in. Uh, I was. Can't remember what section I, was. Are you talking about the conference championship, right? Yeah, for 07. Yeah, I remember. You were there? Yeah, it was right next yeah, to you. Yeah, you were. Dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know exactly oh, yeah. what you're about to me. say. Go for it. No, Chris didn't come. It was me, you, and James, James yeah. I think. Okay, I remember now. So people were like, oh, yeah, let's join the field. Let's join the field. So we were right there at the fence, and there was like 20 cops <laughs> there with a bunch of paintball guns. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this probably isn't a good idea. So like a couple of people still jumped, and I'm telling you right now, this Somebody on Twitter was like, oh, it's only like eight feet or 10 feet. It is not. It is very far down. Yeah. It, it has to be 15 feet. It He's, has to. I think someone said 14, but yeah, everyone who jumped, dude, they didn't even get to the ground. Like the cops like caught them. I mean, you'd have to lower yourself down the fence, yeah. obviously, but, or just go through the tunnels. The tunnel would work. The tunnels. That two I agree of them. with. The, the tunnel would work. Just open the floodgates, baby. That Especially would work. Especially since my, I mean, it would be very easy for me to do because to get to my seats, I have to actually like basically walk on the field. Exactly. You're I'm right in there. The tu- I go through that tunnel anyway. Lead the, dude, lead the way, man. Paul Revere. <laughs> lead the charge. Or whatever. Char- <laughs> charge on. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that's it. Oklahoma State. Don't do it. 330. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's go to picks. Um, all right, guys, now it's time for our favorite segment, Money Moves. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. Last week, 2-0. Hey, yo. Breaking the one and one streak. Winners were Alabama, pretty easy over LSU, and Washington, uh, another easy win over Crybaby Caleb Williams <laughs> and USC. I now move to eight and eight on the year. <laughs> the classic one and one. Can't get rid. Um, can't get away. <laughs> but that's good. 
So this week we will not be betting UCF. The line should be UCF minus one. It's Okie State minus two and a half. If for whatever reason it gets to Okie State minus six, I would seriously consider. Um, don't think that's going to happen. But if I check uh, right now, most of the cash, 78% of the money and 70% of the tickets are on Oklahoma State. So that's probably going to move to three. But there's probably going to be some buyback uh once it gets to three as well so who's betting on us uh (laughs) not ain't me not many right now yeah uh only 22 percent i feel like the only people betting on us are just casuals who'd be like oh yeah i remember them in 2017 like that's how i bet on other schools that i don't really pay attention to like I'll just uh, I'll remember one game from like five years ago and be like, all right, I'll bet on him. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I can't. Anyone that's watched us, I I don't know why they would bet on us. But anyway, <laughs> um, although I'm still gonna do it, but <laughs> that's not the point. Um, oh, I would also like to mention, and I'm not getting paid for this, even though I should. Uh, welcome back, the Hard Rock Bet app. Hey yo, thank you very much in Florida. So sports betting now legal again. Um, the hard rock bet app, if you used it, I think it was last year or two years ago, maybe it was three. I don't know. It was a while. COVID. Anyway, you, uh, you get to, you, you get, uh, first dibs on being able to use it. I already deposited in there quick and easy. Uh, a lot of cool props. They also have this weird thing. That's like perfect for the degenerates is a parlay flex play. Very ooh, interesting. Ooh, so I, I just perked up a little bit. It's like terrible odds if you're a math guy. But what's that like parlay for less or something? Sort of. So if you do like a two, if you do like a four team parlay and only three hit, you like still win. But it's like way, it's way less odds. Oh yeah, it's like a round robin kinda, but without. The so if you do cap. like a seven team, yeah. So if you Dude. do a seven team. Then only four, only four have to win for you to win, but you like barely win anything. Yeah, that's this is another sucker bet. It's like a, it's like a really oh, watered huge, down, watered down round bet. robin is what it is. But uh, hey, gotcha. It's something. So all right, what do we got this week? But anyway, all right, this week we're gonna go with we got two more games. Michigan minus four and a half against Penn State. I believe this is the big noon kickoff game. Oh yeah, dude! Um, free, dude. Too much Blake Corum. Sucks. They do. They suck. Even though it is at Penn State, but Penn State really only gets up for night games of the whiteout, noon. Maybe a little hard for them. Michigan. I mean, they just look unstoppable, dude. They haven't really had. I I mean, it's going to be them and Ohio State. Unfortunately, I think the way things are working out that possibly the loser of that game might still end up getting in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're going to be one loss and the one loss will be to one playoff team. We're, so that... we're, we're due for a chaos week though. There's still five oh, undefeated yeah. teams, which is a little high for only three weeks left. I think we get a chaos yeah. week soon. Oh, isn't there but... six? Isn't Liberty? I think Liberty is I meant, undefeated, like, but they're not even ranked. I think I meant power five because I think James oh. Madison might still be. Okay. Too, For whatever reason, belt. they're they're like not bull eligible. Yeah, because dude, it's so dumb. They change conferences, and you're not 
allowed to play in the conference championship or a bowl game for like the first two years, which makes no sense at all. It's actually bullshit. Like you should be, huh. you should be more eligible because like you're playing against harder competition. Yeah, I, there was some someone explained it. It had something to do with transfers and the the fact that you could used to be able to. It was trying to prevent people from or programs from flip flopping back and forth and like cherry picking if they were going to be good. But like that's not what they're doing here. It's so stupid, and no one does that anymore. So anyway, um, yeah. So Michigan minus four and a half. I think they win pretty easily. I don't easy know, like 30, 31, 20, something like that. Easy. Um, They're all pissed off about the um, that sign stealing thing or whatever, which is yeah. That whole thing is just crazy, dude. I don't know how much you've been keeping up, but it, it feels like there's some crazy new wrinkle every day. Um, every day, yeah. Today, I don't know if you saw. So like Blake Corum and the running back and that Connor Stallions guy, the sign stealer, have an LLC together, and then they found that Connor Stallions was selling used vacuum cleaners out of his house and like got in trouble with his HOA. And then somehow randomly his parents paid off their mortgage. And I think his mortgage last year and like they're only like school teachers or something. And I don't know. So like there's a bunch of money that came out of nowhere and it's just Uh weird that he's in the LLC with the running back too. I don't know. New stuff just keeps getting dug up. And, uh, and then the running back was like, I don't know anything about this. And then they found an Instagram post where he, literally used the LLC name as his hashtag. And he was like, I'm a businessman, hashtag whatever the LLC was. It's like both their initials put together. But uh, anyway, just just a crazy wow. story. I, you know what? Just allow them to use friggin' radio helmets like they do in the NFL. We wouldn't have any of these problems. Yeah, that never very, made sense to me. Very simple fix. Yeah. So, But anyway, yep. long road to get to the answer of <laughs> Michigan. Minus four and a half against <laughs> Penn State. All right. Number one key factor is Penn State sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. All right. And so, James Franklin has never won a big game, I feel like. Two. Never. So, all right. What do we got? Next one. This one's pretty bad, dude. Like, I don't know why, but this... I looked over the whole I look over the whole slate to try and find some like interesting storylines or you know any ones that kind of pop out at you and this one it just sucks. I don't know why but I, I like the pick. It's Houston minus two and a half against Cincy. Look, you thought last week was the We Suck Bowl. Well here's ref. <laughs> Here's round two. Please do not put yourself through the torture of this game. But, but, dude, if Houston wins, then we have the chance to lose to Houston for like a three-way suck championship <laughs> round robin. But I get what you're saying. Dude, both of these teams are so bad. Like, I think Houston pulls it off, but my God, this will be a sad excuse of a football game. Going on StubHub, tickets two dollars for this game games in houston so cincinnati on the road uh yeah this is i i can't like maybe this is like a you know those people that you know you usually have like two or three tvs or youtube tv maybe like right four different ones i don't know that this needs to be on like just the smallest one you have yeah 
you know, like the smallest TV or maybe just like eh, check the box score like every hour or so. But yeah, sorry, I don't have anything else exciting for you. <laughs> this Ole Miss Alabama, like I looked at that line, like maybe Ole Miss isn't that great. I don't think either. I mean, they got a good running back and Jackson Dart's good, but Georgia or Ole Miss Georgia, sorry. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Georgia, it, I pick due, winners though. Georgia's due to lose. Um... Yeah, I don't know. A lot of good games, though. You know, Miami, FSU, although Miami's really... Miami's the sneaky one, but I again... If, Tyler if Van been Dyke's been playing like crap, dude. If you've been following the show, I think I'm 0 for 6 lifetime with having something to do with Miami. I right. either when bet you... them and lose or bet against them and, and lose. And they win. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> Just staying away. All right. The, the looky no touchy with Miami... <laughs> all right let's recap the picks real quick we're gonna take michigan minus four and a half against penn state and houston minus two and a half against cindy let's get get that that money. money all right real quick um i've got my I forget what I called it last time on Twitter, like five-star mega oompla play of the week. But I said to skip it last week because I was not confident um, in our offense versus, you know, or I was not confident in Cincy's offense last week. And, you know, you need both teams to score in the, the first quarter bet. Um, and it it wouldn't it didn't hit. It was only ten points scored. We scored a touchdown since he did not. So nailed that. Great sure. handicapping. I know, you, right? By the way, and uh, but I'm back on it this week. The line is an even fourteen, and I have no doubt that I think there will probably be at least twenty one points in this um, in this quarter. So two and zero oh on oh, this. Hard Rock Bet has thirteen and a half. Ooh, we've oh crap. Now there's three ways minus, I can bet it. <laughs> it is minus 135, though. What, oh, what's yours? I got it on Bovada. It is minus 110. Okay, so that's probably... That's better, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's better. Yeah. I'd rather... Well, I don't know. It's like, what's more likely to happen? Wait a sec. So if is the goes, half point worth twenty five? I don't know. There's yeah. some. There's some. I mean, it would uh, suck to lose on a push. You can figure that out. It, so you don't want to lose on the push, but then you don't want to win less if it's way over. But I don't know. Just I'm just gonna take them both. How about that? Yeah. Easy peasy. Hey, a little sprint, sprinkle a little around. Yeah. Um, crap. There's there's too many avenues for me to gamble now. I <laughs> <laughs> got my my bookie Bovada and. Uh, now hard rock so anyway all right so i did take that um yeah i agree with you oh also looking at my bets i have a oh not gonna hit at a 14 team nba big whatever bonanza parlay tonight (laughs) all right last up we've got Moose Mailbag, where we answer everyone's questions. Thank you guys, as always, for your submissions. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, real quick, also, thank you to everyone who tuned into the 
live show on Twitter last week. Unfortunately, I was not able to extract the audio and post it. So sorry about that if you're listening now and you had no idea we were doing that because we kind of just came up with it uh, last minute. But anyway, all right. First up, we've got Cassidy. He asked, Gus Malzahn versus Billy Napier. Who would you rather have? Who wins the matchup? Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one there, Cass. Uh, I guess Malzahn just because of the recruiting. I think they're both. I think they're both smart coaches, but they have their moments for sure. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over at Florida. I mean, his recruiting's been pretty good, but the in-game coaching questionable. Yeah, I follow a couple of big Gator accounts and. I have not watched the Gators at all, but you can kind of get the tone of the fan base based off of what, you know, a couple other accounts are saying. And, you know, they're starting to question the play calling. They want him to hire an offensive coordinator at the end of the year. And I'm like, hmm, heard this song before. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'd say Gus because he is our coach. I don't know. All right, next question. Next up is UCF Pat. Do we think this season will help to ground the fan base's expectations to a healthy level? Absolutely not. I wish it did, but I don't think, you know, the 25 game win streak and everything like that, it just, I think, has, uh, has given everyone like ridiculously bad or un- unrealistic expectations till the end of time. But that's okay. And, you know, another thing about college football, too, is like, you know, up until really next year with the 12-team playoff, you almost have to run the table. You know, you can get that one loss, but, like, you kind of have to win every game. So, you know, I I don't think anything will get curbed. If anything, it's, like, pissing people off, and they want us to do better. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. Like, everyone thought, oh, we're in the Big 12 now, so we got to – you know, do this, do that. We're paying these coaches and NIL. And it, it just, we said at the beginning of the year, you know, I said it like, oh, six and six, like I'd be okay with that. Like that was par. Like par is good right. in golf. It's not great, but it's good. You, you tend, you know, you have to get, if you get a par in a hole where you should have gotten a birdie, then yeah, it kind of sucks. But we, we were shooting for a par this year. So I think the goal yeah. was par. We're, I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone was like, "Yeah, we're gonna come in and win the cha- the conference sh- title." You know. Well, Gus might have been a dark horse. Gus was saying that, and that's one of the things that pissed me off. It's like, like JP Gilbert on Twitter was like, "Oh, Gus lied to us because he was saying we're gonna compete for a conference championship." Well, like, no shit, dude. What is he supposed to say? You know, hey, we're going to squeak by and maybe make a bowl game. Go get them, guys. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, you have to say that. Like, that's what sure. everyone says. It's not like well, he said, yeah. we're going to make the playoff. I mean, I, I think that's what... has to say that. The fans are allowed to say whatever I, they want. I think a conference still... championship is a reasonable expectation. I honestly think, like, I don't know what it is about this team, whether it's coaching. Like, I think we have the talent to... I mean, we've shown we can play with anyone in this conference. We've proved it on the field. We've also proved that we can lose to anyone in this conference. So there we, there you go. You know, um, you know what I thought it was interesting too, that like we almost have to root for Texas to like run the table or else I don't think a big 12 team is going to get in. 
Oh shoot! Because we're doing the uh, we're doing like the thing the Pac-12 does every year. I mean, everyone just beat up on each other. Yeah. And... Or yeah, because we can't. Yeah, if we beat Oklahoma State, then it's really just Texas. And you know what's weird? So what happens if it's both one loss Texas and one loss Alabama, and now Oklahoma looks crappy? So they'll be like, oh. Alabama has a better loss in Texas, even though Texas beat Alabama, which is, I get the argument both ways, but the team that beat the other team should always get favored. I don't know. Oh, I, they're, they all, all these things always work themselves out at the end, but you know what it does? It like keeps Herb Street and all them like employed to just talk about every scenario all day. Yeah. And it makes Twitter fun too. And like, especially when there's something that's so, it's just so like objectively based. It's like you can just run circles around each other's arguments all day and you can never prove who's right or wrong because it's just hearsay, you know, and it's just opinions and stuff, but it makes it fun. The 12 team playoff, it'll still be the same stuff. We'll just be arguing over like the eight to 12 teams and not that, you know, the, the number four team that squeaks in. So yeah, next up we've got golden Knight two. What was the best and worst Vegas bets you made? And what were the earnings slash losses from them? Oh, this is a great question. Okay. What does he mean best and worst though? Like best like like longest odds or like most I ever won in like a single bet? I don't know. Oh, let's talk about both because I love to. Sometimes, sometimes best bets I'm like, oh, like I just really like – had a good feeling about that or something, even though it wasn't, I don't know. But yeah, you answer. Uh, well, I think the best, the best bet, like, and most money I ever won, I think was the 2018 conference championship. Yeah. So the 2018 conference championship, uh, I can't remember the line off the top of my head, but against Memphis, I think we were minus seven. And like, we immediately go down 17 nothing <laughs> to Daryl Henderson. And, uh, yeah, totally thought I was out. I was, like, down in the dumps, lost all this money. And then, um, yeah, we came back and won, which is huge. My biggest win ever, I think. And then that year I also won fantasy. And then I took all the fantasy money plus all the money that I won on Memphis and put it all on UCF plus seven and a half against LSU and then lost by a half a point. <laughs> uh, so I guess that was my best and worst at the same time. But yeah. then longest, longest shot bet I've ever hit was I actually hit a 35 to one, uh, horse. Um, nice. yeah, I don't know. I was just betting randomly and <laughs> and it popped up, but yeah, I mean that's pretty long odds. Isn't it? No, yeah. thirty five to one. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, all right, best win. I mean, I, I think I won a few grand at the Peach Bowl. I can't remember specifically how much. I definitely know my worst loss. That was um, you know, I I won two grand on Boise State, and then yeah, you know, so I took the whole four and put that all on Kansas State this year. <laughs> Um, that's definitely the most I've ever lost. <laughs> How could that be the most confident you've been in a pick or the most you've, 
I don't know. Dude, looking back, it's so <laughs> stupid, but it's just, dude, you know, I'm there. I'm in Kansas State, man. There's like no UCF fans. Get a couple, you know, beers in me, and I'm just like, I'll send it. Screw it. It'll be fun if we win. I'll just like burn the city down. And uh, hey, you know, I mean, we were in it for a while, so I got some good value out of it. Maybe like $100 <laughs> worth of excitement, though. Uh, the other 3900 kind of went to waste, but I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't know. I put put a thousand bucks and I was playing basketball last night or two nights ago or whatever. I'm one by twenty, so that was awesome. Usually, at the beginning of the year, you can get a lot of value on those games against like teams from lower conferences and stuff. And being at home, a lot of new players and stuff. I, I just feel like we we're gonna come out really strong, and and that's what we did. So, um, yeah, good question though. That was awesome. Love that question. Oh, another good one. I know I keep thinking of good ones. Did the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl, the one oh, with Russell Wilson dude, versus Peyton Manning, they everybody them. was on the Broncos. Dude, it was so, like, the Broncos. Did the I, Seahawks have to win this? Not only that, dude, the Broncos played nobody during the regular season, even though they were like 13 and 3. The AFC was so weak that year. I remember I was big on the Seahawks uh, for that one, too. And it, was like 50 to 3 or something. Yeah, that was a me- that was another mega win. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, next question. Next one's from Night Fan Adam. How would a win against Big 12 front runner Oklahoma State stack against Florida, Cincinnati and Tulane as Gus's biggest wins as UCF head coach? Oh, dude, this is this is by far the biggest win. I mean, conference ranked opponent you know, Tulane, I mean, was conference, but it was American conference. Cincinnati, same deal. Gators, it was a bowl game. I mean, it didn't really matter. Still, that much. still a signature win. It though. was a I, good win, but it does not compare when you, you know, I mean, we're eliminating a team from the conference championship. Like, we don't do that ever. In the Big yeah, 12, absolutely. too. This is like a real big redemption shot on, on the season. God, I'm 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 hyping myself way up too much for this. We're gonna get blown out, I can tell. <laughs> but it really I mean this, you know, I, I think this is the biggest the biggest win under Gus's tenure. Maybe one B or like even with, with the gayer game. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. This will be the top win. But don't rush the field. <laughs> <laughs> there will be bigger trust me we will all look at each other at the end of one game and be like all right now's it now's the time <laughs> dude just like the first time i ever rushed a court in basketball like uh which is the first time we ever beat memphis in basketball nobody before the game was like all right guys oh, we're all gonna rush the court like if we win like it was just in the moment it was a a last it wasn't a buzzer beater but it was a last second play like boom, boom, real quick, and everybody kind of just, you know, you know you know when, you, when you're when you going to do it, you know? It just has to be in the moment. That's so fair. maybe the moment comes on Saturday. Right, so you just know. can't be, like, predetermined. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. You'll know. Okay, so that part I, didn't, right. I don't like. That's fair. All right, see, we workshop Plus, this. Plus, you got to have we, the element of surprise, dude. We, like, we, no, now we, Terry's like, oh, well, got to get some extra security out there. No, Terry will probably be like, just direct people to the, the thing so no one gets hurt, you know? Terry likes to have fun. Yeah. But I think he'll also say, like, do not go. Like, if you look at the goalposts, you're getting arrested or something like that. 
He's like, I know he does not want to pay. I think it's like 50 grand each or something like that. Um, you know, so just, I don't know, form like a little trust tree or whatever with cops around the, yeah, around the, um, a trust, tree. <laughs> a trust tree. I don't know. Like <laughs> circle of life or something. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Just like, you know, surround it with cops and just like, go anywhere else. Um, all right. Last couple here, um, from Jay Waggle. What's the plan to keep our playmakers from hopping in the portal? Well, I think it's kind of inevitable at this point that, you know, every team is facing this, that there's, you know, there's going to be players in the portal. The, the, uh, goal is to keep, you know, as many as you can and make sure that you're gaining back something from somewhere else. Like if a playmaker is deciding to leave, there are other playmakers at other schools and, not a great situation that want to transfer that they keep up with all this stuff too, you know? Yeah. There's guys like the personnel guys are on this like all season. It's not like the season ends and they're like, all right guys, like let's figure out who we're going to target and like who's leaving. But you know, for me, we're not going to be like guys like John Walker are probably going to get like some pretty big offers that we're just not going to be able to match. And it's going to come down to, do these guys want to stay close to home and are they loyal to the program? And I can't blame anyone for, for taking a bag, but you know, the grass isn't always greener. And there's also something to be said now, if you stick with a program and grow and you have the chance to be like a legend at UCF instead of, you know, just another, just another player at at like Georgia or, or Alabama or anything like that. But, but I think there's something to be said about that too, is that, you know, growing with the team and the whole reason why the NIL exists is the name image and likeness. Like if you're bouncing around between all these different teams, like you don't really grow your brand. Like correct. Dylan, for instance, like he, there's still a lot of UCF people that follow him, but there's also a lot that don't. And like if he would have stayed or just like any other person would have stayed, like you end up becoming like a Mackenzie Milton, like legendary household name type of guy. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you're, you're totally right about the actual NIL. But what I'm talking about is like, literally just the contract money that they'd be getting from whatever that school is. That number is going to be pretty high for a young stud like, like John Walker. So it's not, when I say NIL, it's not really their endorsements. It's just whatever potential money they're going to be getting. Cause that number is going to be pretty big for, for a guy like that with, you know, they're going to right. get three solid years out of him probably. Um, right. And so that too, you know, we'll, we'll just have nowadays, to see. I think nowadays kids like, I don't know when we were growing up, it was like, Oh, I want to, you know, leave. I want to leave the area. I want to go somewhere far or somewhere, you know, not too far, but I feel like Orlando, there's not really anywhere, you know, minus traffic. There's not really anywhere in Florida that people live that it's less than like a four hour drive to get to Orlando. You know what I mean? No, you're right. It's, it's super. So with the talent, with the talent and the pool that we have here, you know, just like we've ter- we've said in earlier pods, it's like trying to get somebody to Nebraska, exactly uh, over UCF is it's got to be tough. Man. Exactly, and just wait, man. We're just gonna keep having more and more money at our disposal to use for recruiting. You know, um, 
eventually we're, we're going to be the best program in Florida. Like not just cause we had like one good season, but like actually the best program in Florida. It's just going to take a while to get there, but we have things that other schools will never be able to compete with. Like you just mentioned. And we have like the best like logo and mascot and colors and all that stuff. So, um, all right. Our last question from Braxton Dart is Oklahoma State minus two and a half versus UCF a trap line coming off Bedlam. You'd expect them to be bigger favorites. I don't know, man. I, like I said, we could keep it close or it could be a blowout, which I know I've said about like every game, but it's kind of true. Um, you know, if if they play some good defense and just run the ball, it could get out of hand easy. But you never know, man. I'm feeling something magical. You know, if if JRP's slinging it and RJ's, you know, rushing like he did the last couple games, we can put up a lot of points too. So, trap line, I, I don't know, man. I hope you're right, you know. Maybe we blow him out. I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel. It I've, has I've, to be a trap. I've talked myself into every single game this season, and we really haven't been competitive in, like, most of the losses. Like, to a point where... It was like, oh, this was a good bet. Like, the games we've almost won, like Oklahoma, still wasn't – maybe that one was good because the spread was higher, but I don't know. But, you know, hey, we still haven't played our best game yet. So maybe maybe this is it. Let's just put one all together. Just one. Yeah, seriously. I think this is it. But we need to be loud. 3.30 ESPN. Got to be there. I think we can do it. Got to be there. Um be there, be loud. Seriously, I mean, we can make a huge difference in this game, and we'll, you know, we'll wrap this up right now. But there's, this is it, man. This, this win. If we win this game, I don't care if we don't make a bowl game. If we win this game, we're gonna look back and be like, eh, you know, season was disappointment, but man, that was one of the, you know, the best games I've ever seen in recent memories. You know, that those are things we hold on to for a while and give us hope in the next season. So. Just be as loud as you can and, uh, you know, get every, I, I can't make it unfortunately, but get everyone, everyone, you know, get, get them to go. Uh, so let's wrap up. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, that's it. Kind of got to go to bed. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen Wembenyama play? Wem, Wembenyama, Wembenyama. <laughs> Yamya. <laughs> no, I have not. I saw a couple highlights. He's insane. And like, yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I guess that's it. I went to uh, Houston. Saw. Uh, met up with the alumni club. There's only like four guys there. I guess the city is like really spread out. But I met some cool dudes, and they knew the podcast, so that that was always awesome. And oh, nice. Yeah, saw the end of a pretty thrilling win. So always a good time. All right. Yeah, I gotta go because I need to edit this tonight since it's Wednesday. So thank you guys for listening. Go to First Watch. Go Knights. Charge on.
Domination. 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 Domination.